and get that home uh, home court advantage after. I guess same with hockey. You're just trying to split even yeah. the first two games. It'd be it'd be cool if Toronto sweeps. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be, be a good nuts. way to go out. Start the uh, Stanley Cup parade right now. Today is Thursday, April 11th, 2019. There's a typo in there, Mike. And uh, you're listening to <laughs> episode 13, the Baker's Dozen of Shrek. And Mike. Make a podcast. He caught it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know you're trying to mess me up on purpose. I didn't. Actually, no, Shrek, I copied and pasted that from your your April 11th, 2018. Oh, okay. Well, then. <laughs> anyway. Whoops. Um, well, it is my friend fun. Ninka's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to her. Um, That's a nice name. Yeah. It's a uh, Polish background, so people okay. have... Unique names. Unique New York. What is that the tongue twister? Unique New York? Unique New York. Did you ever did you ever do improv or acting growing up? Um, I did a little bit. I went to like a couple drama camps when I was younger, and mm. I was in a school play. Which one? What was the play? Uh, Oliver Twist. Twist. Yes, I uh, I played nice. a very minor role of uh, Christopher. I had two lines, but they were very impactful lines. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what they were, but. Um, I'm sure that my presence really make uh, made or broke the show. So, there are no small parts, only small actors. There you go. Um, have you ever done any acting? I did uh, through at high school. I was in one play a year. So very nice. That was fun. Which but, uh, which uh, plays did you do in high school? Um, they were just like community theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was called Zap. One was Midsummer Night's Dream. I know that one. One wasn't really a play. It was more of a stomp show. I was in a stomp group. Like Stomp the Yard? No, more... Well, between that and, like, the actual theatrical group Stomp. Oh, okay. The group was called Sticks and Clones. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very avant-garde. <laughs> yes. There were no there were no lines. It was just us hitting things for two hours. Okay. My parents loved it. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tongue twisters. Then there's uh, red leather, yellow leather. Yep, that's a that's a common one. And then uh, I was gonna say seashells. No, she sells seashells by the seashore. I don't know if people actually say that before uh, performing, but it is a tongue twister. Um, my favorite was hot coffee from a proper copper coffee pot. Oh, I don't know if I've heard that one before. It's it's a lot of fun audience uh comment below with your favorite tongue twister and yeah. we'll say it on the air next time um <laughs> yeah dramatic things happening lots of up, dramatic things happening coming up this weekend game of thrones is back everyone g-o-t gotcha yep i'm so pumped i just finished rewatching all of them we margaret and i have uh four episodes left so okay oh perfect yeah we're going to do a couple on Friday, a couple on Saturday. Nice. And then you'll be all set. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm excited for Margaret to see the last couple episodes of season seven. 
Yeah, I was talking to a friend um, today. Yes. And the episode where John fights Ramsey. Yes. Um, he assumed it was in season seven. Because not uh-huh. too much happens in Winterfell after seasons, like after that happens. Like, yes, a little bit, but like most not of the drama is to... like Khaleesi, King's Landing. Yeah, yeah, compared the to wall. like season, what happened in Winterfell season six, yeah, yeah, not a lot happens. But there's still some stuff. Littlefinger happened. Littlefinger. I, we haven't, we yeah. haven't seen that episode yet, so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Ooh, yeah. That last episode of, uh, of season seven is pretty awesome. Season seven, they, they did uh, seven instead of the ten, and they just cut all the content episodes out. Mm-hmm. So the reason that people hate like the Star Wars prequels is just like they put in a lot of context of like, oh, this is happening at the Senate. Yeah. But Game of Thrones would have a couple of those episodes mm-hmm. every season just to like figure out where the story is moving, like tell the audience. But by season seven, they didn't need to anymore because if you're seven seasons in, people sort of know. But also because of that, characters bounced around. So the spider, Varys, the Varys? Yep. The eunuch, yeah. Varys went from Dorne back to uh, Essos mm-hmm. and then is sailing across in one episode. So things start moving pretty quick. Yeah. Okay, so I have two questions for you. Yep. Actually, it's kind of three questions. One is tell me three characters in Game of Thrones that you think are going to die. Two, give me one character who you really don't want to die. And third, who do you think is going to sit on the Iron Throne at the end? Um, and then I'll answer after. Okay. One, I think Khaleesi dies. Okay. I think Arya dies. Okay. That'll be a tough one. And, oh, I, I'm going to say an easy one is Jamie. I think Jamie dies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't, uh, what was the second part? Uh, who's one character you really don't want to die or you want to see make it? I want to. I want Bran to make it. Okay. Just because I, I feel like he knows everything. That might actually, you know what? That might lead to him dying. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, part three. I don't think there will be an Iron Throne at the end. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. How about you? Who are three characters that you think are will will pass? Will pass. I think Cersei has to die. Um, I think that's. I feel like that's. It's just got to come. Uh, so I think Cersei is one. Um, I think Sansa is going to die. Because I think out of the Starks, I feel like Sansa's character has developed the fullest. I think Jon and uh, Arya still have some uh, some room to go. And, you know, you said you, you, said you don't want Bran to die? Uh, correct. I think Bran is going to die. Okay. I think, I think Bran is too powerful. He knows too much. Um, that I think, uh, you know, I think he's, uh, I think he's gonna go to sleep <laughs> and not wake up. Okay. Who do you want to survive? I really want Samuel Tarly to survive. Yes. Sam is one of my favorite characters in the whole <laughs> show. Uh, yeah, Sam is awesome. I really like Sam and I would like a part B. I really don't want Arya to die. I think Arya is pretty badass. So, mm-hmm. I would love to see her make it to the end and uh, be the one to like kill a bunch of people and cross all those names off our list. Mm-hmm. 
And I agree with you. I do not think that there will be an Iron Throne at the end. I think that uh, it's going to end with one of the dragons burning the Iron Throne. Hmm. I think that's how we're going to go out. So I watched a YouTube video sort of debriefing a bunch of characters and like how they've moved throughout the seasons. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that this commentator sort of said was, George R. R. Martin um, likes to kill off characters that refuse to change okay, based on their situation, mm-hmm. which is why you've seen like the surviving characters have been through the most character development because they've done like the craziest stuff. So like Sansa has had so many things done to her and she's like obviously become a stronger person. Mm-hmm. Um, Bran changed so much. He like, yes. he just followed, followed the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Cersei's become an evil, and yeah. I find like Jamie hasn't changed too much. I feel like Jamie keeps going back and forth. Yeah, I feel like uh, you hate him, and then you like him, and then you start hating him again. And I think where we ended, you start to like him again. Yeah. Um, with him leaving King's Landing. Yeah. And uh, getting out of getting away from Cersei, which is probably a smart bet for Jamie Lannister. One thing I'm really excited about is uh, to see the mountain and the hound square off. <laughs> it's, or, it's or fight together, maybe. I couldn't see that happening. No. Um, I feel like there's a lot of bad blood there. And I remember, I think it was, yeah, it was season seven, where they go to King's, Land, go to King's Landing and the mountain like confronts the hound. For, or Sorry. The Hound confronts the mountain for the first time in a long mm-hmm. time. But it's exciting. It's exciting times. Um, are there s- six episodes in this one? Yeah, six. And I think six. they're all at least an hour long. Oh, that's amazing. They're like, they're probably an hour plus. Yeah, probably close to like an hour 20. I Maybe. Would think. Yeah, we'll each one's going to be like a movie. <laughs> that's going to be great. Six weeks of Game of Thrones movies. I'm very excited for that. What do you think of British TV versus American TV? And I'm going to sort of preface what I mean by that. So British TV was always like, we'll do a season of like six to 12 episodes, Mm -hmm. but they don't do it very regularly. Um, So like they'll release a season two years later, they'll do do another season Mm -hmm. because it keeps the actors able to do whatever other commitments um whereas like i feel like american tv is like every single september or october you're going to get a new season starting i i feel like it lacks quality because the the fan base didn't have the time to like mull over the whole epi- the whole series mm-hmm. and want another season so like things drag on for nine seasons like how i met your mother and stuff like that yeah i don't know i think that um it's hard i haven't watched as much british tv have you have you watched Sherlock? I've watched two episodes, so not a lot. Um, that show is particularly long as well. Mm-hmm. That's like an hour and a half each episode. Yeah. Um, I think that like just kind of like the Canadian American culture, we consume a lot of content. So I think that creators of these types of shows need to continue to push all that content out as quick mm-hmm. as possible in order to meet that demand. Yeah. Um, Because I think if that content's not like constantly going out, then we also have pretty like short attention spans. So we'll 
jump over to something else. Um, so I like I personally like that all this content comes out quite frequently. Um, it like it's it depends. Something like Game of Thrones, amazing show, but something like you said, like How I Met Your Mother, like this could have ended a few seasons ago and I would have been fine. The other thing, there's so many episodes in American TV mm-hmm. that it becomes very difficult. Like trying to binge one season of something is 20 episodes long. Yeah, or if we're talking like Phineas and Ferb, <laughs> then that could be close to 50. There you go. <laughs> Good transition, my friend. Uh, yep. Uh, so Disney announced their <laughs> Disney Plus streaming service. Is this the all... one that's going to have uh, like the um, Marvel movies and stuff on it as well? Yeah, so like oh, okay. Marvel, Star Wars, everything Disney owns, all the Disney Channel original movies. Dang will be on it so everyone can watch High School Musical together. No way. That's actually sweet. So Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is going to be up there? Yeah. And I don't know if it... Okay, here's the thing. Like, Netflix, like, has some stuff for a specific time and then Mm -hmm. takes it off the platform. I don't know if Disney is always going to have stuff because they own it in perpetuity, so... You think they'll... um... Because right now, let's like use Marvel movies for as an example. On Netflix, they don't have all of them. Um, they have select few. They usually have like the Guardians of the Galaxies, the Thors, um, mm-hmm. but they won't have like the Spider Mans or uh, I don't even know what else. Um, it's really weird how they cycle them on Netflix. Because I find a couple months after the Blu-rays out, mm-hmm. the movie will be on Netflix, but it'll probably only stay for like six months to a year. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering with this new Disney thing. Will it have everything? Interesting, yeah. All of it. That'd be cool. Well, okay. We probably won't have the original, like Sam Raimi, um, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Because that's Sony. Fair. Um, other than Netflix, do you watch any other services? Uh, no. I was thinking about potentially going with Crave, um, but not for the shows that are on Crave, more for the, the HBO package. Um, but outside of that, no, Netflix is the only one. How about yourself? I have watched, um, Crave, which mm-hmm. is how I caught up on Game of Thrones, which was nice. Yep. Um, Netflix, I have a roommate who has a subscription to Amazon video. Oh, okay. Prime, Prime video. Yeah. And that's how I watched the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh. Which is my favorite on that platform. That's nice. I got the uh, like the free one month trial. Yeah, didn't didn't like it too much. Yeah. Um, so then I did not. Dis- I decided not to pay for it. The interface was not the best. No, no, it wasn't great. Yeah, they do do a good job with their advertising, though. I will. Tell, yeah. I will say oh. that. <laughs> Jack Ryan um, on everything. Jack Ryan on everything, including Amazon boxes, which is yeah. a great use of uh, of uh, advertising space. Yeah. If you're if you're not thinking about network uh, net neutrality mm-hmm. and companies being too big, you can read about ads on the tape on your Amazon box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, there's there's a lot of American political news about Elizabeth Warren trying to break up a, break up different tech companies. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them deserve it. Some of them don't. Depends. I yeah. think when you get so big and so powerful that you start to forget 
what your purpose is as a company. And then your mission statement is so broad that you can do whatever you have enough money to do and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you're just destroying all competition as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you should check out this, so the podcast I was mentioning before we started recording. It's called The Dropout. And, Podience, this is for you too. Um, check out The Dropout. It's a great podcast talking about Theranos and the Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Holmes story. I keep wanting to say Elizabeth Warren, but I know <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes, um, The Dropout. It's a great podcast. Check it out. She had. Uh... She had a certain way of convincing people that she knew what she was doing. And I read Walter Isaacson's biography of Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And people people of Jobs talked about how he had this reality distortion field. Mm -hmm. That's what they called it. So, like, he'll tell you something after coming out of a meeting. And the meeting just said how that, like, project wasn't moving forward well. And he said, well, we're going to start mo- making it move forward well. Yeah. And just, like, convincing people with just his attitude, which is just a very interesting human concept as well. Yeah, like, Elizabeth uh, Holmes, like, modeled herself off of Steve. Even if even the way she dressed. Yeah. Like, she would still have, like, the black uh, turtlenecks, exactly like Steve Jobs, <laughs> and really tried to model all that behavior. It obviously didn't work out for her, but... It is very interesting. I'd say, like, Elon Musk, to an extent, does it as well. Mm-hmm. But he also puts in the work and, like, shows people that, hey, if we don't do this, we could fail. Yeah. Whereas Steve Jobs, I think, barked at people a lot more and just said, like, no, this won't fail. Yeah. Because you're going to work really hard. Yeah. Or this... Elizabeth Warren just lying when it doesn't work. <laughs> Elizabeth saying, Warren? Yeah sorry not elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> i gotta stop saying I, I keep wanting to say either elizabeth warren or um elizabeth may and i think i keep thinking elizabeth may as Theresa may as well there's so these many female politicians with crossover names yeah yeah they should do a crossovers special together there you go. just just go to a different country and try to be a politician we should do a crossover podcast we should that'd be great that'd be fun i don't know who with but We'll think about it. Be, we'll, if any of our we'll, we'll audience has a uh, podcast, yeah, I think that'd be good. Um, what were we talking um, about? <laughs> oh, I just want to say Elizabeth May. Yeah, seems like the most friendly politician in Canada. She seems like nice. she seems down to earth and like not dirty. <laughs> yeah, clean, <laughs> not, very clean. Yeah, she seems like very clean, clean energy makes sense green yeah, party i feel like she's like yeah she's just like the type of nice lady that you can just like go get a beer with you know just yeah have a nice discussion um oh and here okay this is a good transition into a bit of bit of talk of playoffs mm-hmm. um one of the people running for uh president in the states uh his name is andrew yang okay he's not a front runner he's one of the people like middle back of the pack yep but he's gotten pretty popular on the internet so okay anyway nba playoff predictions yes and nhl we can do both we'll we'll do nhl uh, but while you're st- while you're talking about the president um barack o- so Dwayne wade is that name familiar yep. for you Dwayne wade yep. and uh dirk nowitzki two like nba legends mm-hmm. um both played their last nba game of their careers uh either yesterday or the day before um 
What team? Uh, Dirk Nowitzki is on Dallas Mavericks, and Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade is on the Miami Heat. And uh, former President Barack Obama did a very nice, uh, sent in a very nice tribute video for Dwayne Wade during his retirement. That's great. It was nice. Yeah. But yes, President, NBA playoffs. Um, so he has Warriors in five. Okay. N- Nuggets in seven. Thunder in six. Okay. Rockets in seven. Bucks in four, mm-hmm. Raptors in five, Sixers in six, and Celtics in seven. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'll, I won't go through all the teams, but I'm saying the Raptors. If there was a year we're going to the finals, this would be the one. I hope so. So, and if the final, if we do make it to the finals, I'm going to a finals game. No matter how much the tickets cost me, <laughs> I will pay. I don't even know how much I'll have to pay for it. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm paying like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. My goodness. Um, because like even just a regular season game right now, it's a hundred bucks for like high 300 levels. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Could good. you imagine if the Raptors and the Leafs make it to their respective conference finals? Ooh, that'd be nice. Toronto would be nuts. Yeah, Toronto it would be would crazy. Be Every other day would be Jurassic Park or Maple Leaf Square. <laughs> Just nuts. <laughs> Just so much blue and red going everywhere. And then, uh, if the weirdest thing, if they were against the same city's team, ooh, that'd be cool. What are the What are the Florida teams in basketball? Um, Orlando, who is the one we're playing in the first round, um, mm-hmm. which I'd say we beat them in five games. Uh, there's also Miami Heat who got knocked out, so they're gone. And I want to say that's it. Miami and Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the Lightning are an unbelievable team this year for mm. hockey. So Tampa it'll be Bay. interesting to make it past round two if the Leafs make it past the the Bruins. But uh, update score update. They won the first game against the Bruins, uh, four to one. Very nice. In Boston, so Ooh, home ice taking advantage. game one in Boston too. Yeah, home ice advantage didn't help too much, so that's nice. good. I see. I so the NBA playoffs structured one through eight, one plays eight, two plays seven, continues on that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Hockey playoffs, I don't get. I don't understand why there's two different divisions because it used to be the same as basketball. It used to be one through eight. Yeah. Um, a few like a few years ago. And then I stop watching hockey for a bit, and then I start watching again, and they change how the playoff structure works. Can you explain to me how the playoff uh, seeding works? So it is one through three make it in each division. Yes. And then two wild card for the conference. Okay. For like the next best. So they can both come from the, God, I don't even know, Shrag. Say like the Atlantic division or whatever. Okay, so, so there's the next two best teams overall. Yeah, and they are put into the quad because there's two quads. See, it just sounds confusing. Yeah. Like, why isn't it just one plays eight, two <laughs> plays seven, three plays six, four plays five? I think they were getting a lot of... Well, you wouldn't really get the same matchups per se. See that's they what get, I was thinking. They get a for... lot of the same matchups now in the way that it is. Yeah, because it hasn't haven't the least played Boston like the last three years. So they played Boston last year. Okay. And they played um 
Washington Capitals the year before. Boston that was, was not okay. That was not the year the Washington Capitals won, right? I don't me no no no. Capitals no, won, last won last year. year. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Anyway. How far do you think our Leafs will make it? You said second round? I want them to make it as far as they can, but I think they'll make it to the second round. Who is uh who's Tampa Bay playing this round? Uh they're playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. Are they good? Uh I wouldn't I would say no, they're a wild card team. Okay, so not great. Yeah. But they are seven or eight. They beat Tampa game one. Okay. Well if we can beat Boston, that'd be good, because I feel like we haven't beat Boston in a while. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Were you about to transition to something? I don't know. I was gonna ask if you've seen the uh you've seen the Lion King trailer. I have not yet. Ooh, you should watch it. Um here's okay. I will and then we can talk about it next week. Okay. Or next episode. Um, here's the the critique that I saw. And it was about, like, how science is talked about in the news. Okay. There's an American political commentator mentioning how, like, there was this amazing amount of research. Um, and they, f- they produced an image of a black hole. Mm-hmm. And then that funny enough got overshadowed by oh look a lion king trailer (laughs) but here's the thing and this this has to do with like facebook algorithms and the circles you you sort of are part of on like social media Mm -hmm. i saw at least a dozen black hole stories and i saw like a screen grab of the lion king trailer I did not, like, I didn't go try to find it. I also didn't spend that much time on YouTube yesterday, but it probably would have been more popular. But, yeah. It was trending number one. That's how I saw it. April's going to be a, I'm just realizing it's going to be a big month for uh, entertainment. Yeah. When we next record, it's possible that we will have seen the Avengers Endgame. It is possible. Because I think that comes out end of April or, like, the 23rd. Yeah, someone's gonna die in that too. Yeah, I think there's too many superheroes right now. (laughs) They, I think they're gonna kill at least two. Is Spider Man gonna die? No, (laughs) Spider Man's not gonna die because he has a movie coming out. He already already has a trailer. He's the one. Oh, do you hear that they didn't give him the full script? Uh, They did not give Tom Holland the whole (laughs) script because they're like, we're not gonna let you ruin it. That's funny. I could see that. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah, he, if anyone was going to ruin it, it would be Tom Holland, without a doubt. Man, I, I could see... Yeah, I don't see Tom Holland. I don't see Spider-Man dying. Um, he already died once, and I don't think he's going to die again. I'm not feeling so great. No? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I get it. Um, um, I think I think, uh, I think think either Captain America or Iron Man's going to die. One of the two. Potentially both. I see only one. I don't think it's being nearly as talked about as Infinity War was. Oh, really? Because I think Infinity War was, like, they had their 10-year, like, celebration. And I know this is sort of the sequel to that, but, like, I don't know. It's just not... Well, okay, here. I'm also coming from a place that I'm trying to stay away from the hype. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I feel like this one's been talked about so much. Okay, fair. It's, it's the end of every it's like similar to the last season of Game of Thrones, right? It's like the end of the end of it all, the end of like a full 
I guess, like, 10-year journey-ish. How nuts would it be if Disney buys AT&T, who owns HBO, um, oh, and H- Time Warner Cable? I didn't know cable. that. I didn't know AT&T well, owned HBO. AT&T and Time Warner, I think, merged last year. Okay. Um, so this this is not what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if Disney said, hey, HBO, we're going to buy you as well. And mm-hmm. then Game of Thrones characters appeared in Endgame. <laughs> that's that's my prediction. That'd be cool. <laughs> Just Jon Snow walking along. Yeah, and, and uh, now he has Jon superpowers. And he can, like, shoot snow out of his, his uh, wrists. I feel like it must be hard for... <laughs> once, once, like, someone's had such an iconic role like that, like Jon Snow, Kit Harington like same thing happened with daniel radcliffe right like it's hard to for them to be in another role after mm-hmm. that and they're both i think they're both relatively short people yeah because he was on Dan, he was on uh, snl this past week kit yeah okay gives me hope shrag at, at <laughs> five at five five and a half yeah. gives me hope for short people yeah <laughs> i think uh i didn't know kit harrington was short but he, I knew Daniel Radcliffe was short. He looked pretty short in SNL. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like. I don't think he's shorter than five eight. But anyway. yeah, but still, yeah. Well, maybe you'll get one of these uh, iconic roles one day. Maybe this is your iconic role. Maybe you'll be known for the podcast for for the rest of your days, where people don't see your height. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> got a big voice. <laughs> yeah, big booming his, voice. His that I voice have. is huge. I think we're probably gonna wrap up soon. I don't have a song of the week, but um, here's here are my thoughts. Can you think of a song that mm. you listened to on a CD way back in the day? Yeah, that never had a music video and was never like commercially well known, but you can remember it. Uh, it comes into your head once in a while. I couldn't tell you what the name of the song is. But I could, when I start describing it, then you would know what it was. Okay. Uh, the first CD I ever bought was John Cena's CD. <laughs> uh, was the first CD I ever bought with my own money. And I don't even know when that was. That was probably like mid, early, mid-2000s. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Cena's CD, whatever his intro music is. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about this before, actually. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder we... if we did throwback songs. Uh, maybe. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, that, but that's the one. That's like the one CD I remember vividly that I own. Hmm. I also remember like the, actually I never had those kids Bob CDs, but I always thought they were kind of cool. When I was a kid, I don't think they're cool anymore. I used to always get those, um, you know, those, I think they were called like now 2000 or like now 2001. Yeah. Whatever, like whatever year it was i would always get those that's awesome because um, i feel like i like there was never one cd where i would like every single song on that yeah um so i would just get kind of like these best ofs so that i could listen to the songs that i liked and i knew that i would like all if not most of them big shiny tunes five big shiny tunes five um my parents had Much Dance to that, or no, Much Dance 1995. Yeah. And it had the Macarena. 
Ooh. It had one, two, three, one, two, three, train with me. There were some bangers, okay. Drag. Nice. It was, uh, nice. 95 was a good year for music. Yeah. Um, when I started this, this, uh, line of questioning, the one song that was in my head was The Math by Hilary Duff. I don't, it doesn't come to mind. You can, you can listen to it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, it's just a song where someone wrote a song for Hilary Duff with a bunch of random math references. And it's about like you plus me. And it's like cutesy teen relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Hilary Duff. I hope she's doing well. Yeah, I think she is. She's not really in the spotlight anymore. I think she was, uh, like on a new show actually as oh, an adult. Okay. Well, good for yeah. her. Maybe I just don't follow her enough, but, uh, Yeah. I heard, uh, I think I heard this on the radio. Lindsay Lohan is like opened up a nightclub or something and now has a reality show around that. <laughs> I wonder how much of that is the stars are running out of money and they're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'll sign this deal. Yeah, I think they just need the, the cash flow, you know. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure uh, it's anything else. Or who knows, maybe she just needs, she just likes being on TV. Yeah probably a bit of both anyway okay cool man we will talk again soon uh, we will this is another classic episode yep um what do you think of doing 13 episode seasons you want to do season two you want to start off season two next next time next time we'll start off season two you sure you don't want to go the phineas and ferb route and do 50 (laughs) no it's okay okay well, yeah, the 13's good. Nice yeah. little baker's dozen. Yeah. Why is a baker's dozen 13? Okay, so here is why. Oh, thank you. I was really hoping you'd have the answer. Um, A baker's dozen mm-hmm. exists because bakers back in the day were never perfectly sure about measurements and how much bread would change. Mm-hmm. So they would always overshoot their recipes and then make small like loaves or rolls Uh um so when they overshot it would come with this like little nub that was like maybe half of a whole roll but it was the 13th piece so baker's dozen is 13 because they wanted to prepare in case that uh 12 was not going to hit like Hmm. they weren't going to have enough ingredient for 12 okay yeah and uh next podcast i'll look into my sources but i'm pretty sure that's what it is yeah if i was wrong i will uh update next podcast okay well do we still want to do the uh the lyric sign off no no no. the like the episode where it's just kind of like outtakes oh yeah that could be a bonus that could be uh like uh the director's cut well this is another fun episode yeah uh, thank you podience for for listen listening to us and this i guess this is the completion of our first series of the podcast it took when did we start we started this so it's been 26 weeks so half a year dang yeah. half a year half a year of the podcast mm-hmm. and uh hopefully another half of a year to come yep maybe more we'll see thank you everyone thank you audience and uh remember keep it four stars <laughs> And, uh, 
I don't know what my sign off was going to be. That's okay. We can edit that. Uh, later days. Oh, okay. That's a that's a that's a deep cut. The deep cut. That's a that's a little throwback to the early days back when we were the potty. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, everyone. There was there was a commercial for uh, Kids Bob in like 2011. Yeah, and it was Tayo Cruz. Um, I'm only gonna break your heart. Okay. And it was like you just get the CDs, but for some reason on the commercial, the kids are acting out a, a music video. Um, and it's this like guy singing and a girl mm-hmm. being like consoled by her friend, mm-hmm. and she's like crying, and I'm like. You're like 10. What is going on? <laughs> this is like funny. out of context kids Bob songs are yeah. such a funny thing. <laughs>